You're listening to the Sprues and Brews podcast, your weekly podcast looking at all things Warhammer. Hello and welcome to episode 209 of the Sprues and Brews podcast. My name is Dave and I'm joined once again by Matt. Hello, happy new year. Happy new year, yeah. Jay. Hello. And Andy. Happy. Happy New Year! So yeah, it's our first podcast of the brand new year. It's um, I've got a feeling it's going to be a very busy one this uh, this year, gents. I think so. It's been a busy one already. Yeah, it has, hasn't it? Um, so I hope you've all um, managed to listen or even watch our Christmas special uh, that was put out on Christmas Eve. That was a lot of fun to put together, Matt. It was. I enjoyed that. I think we should yeah, do some good. more silly stuff like that in the future. Yeah, let us know if you enjoyed it as well. Um, pop a comment on our social media or drop us an email, let us know. Because, um, yeah, it would be fun to do some more uh, to camera stuff like that. Uh, it was really, really good. Um, so, yes, it's a new year. Um, and that means only one thing. Uh, and that is our hobby resolution show. This is it. This is the show oh. where we find out how we got on with last year's hobby resolutions. And we set out our intentions for this year, which we'll probably do for about four weeks and then completely forget <laughs> about them. And, Speak for yourself, uh, Dave. Speak for yourself. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see how things go. So um, that's the main focus of this week's show. Um, we did put the message out to you guys, the community, to let us know what your hobby resolutions are going to be. Uh, and you've uh, you've done us proud. You've, you've sent in yours. And we'll be reading them out uh, in a bit of an extended community section towards the end of the show uh, as well as that we've also got um some of the highlights of the news as well um at the time of recording there might be a couple of things that we're missing but there's some fun stuff to talk about so we're going to do that um but before we get stuck into all of that and uh, let's talk what we've been doing uh, in the hobby um just this these past few weeks um should we start with in fact i'll start off because i've really let the side down if i'm honest with um oh, with it being christmas um I've not really had chance to do all that much in the way of a real hobby. Um, I have been enjoying building the contents of um, Age of Darkness. By that, I mean, I've enjoyed building the Spartan and the Terminators. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's a great value box. Um, we'll be talking more about Heresy probably in the next show or something. Uh, and it might turn up in, in our resolutions. You never know. But yeah, that's that's really been me. I've been, I've been wanting to paint some Orcadians, but that's... Just not, I've just not had time to, unfortunately. Um, Matt, do you want to take take us next? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop the illusion here. So cover your kids' ears. It, I, at the time of recording this, it isn't actually January. It's not even Christmas yet, but due to the vagaries of the warp, we like to pretend it's January. And this is probably going out in January. However, at this point in time, we are constructing our Horus Heresy armies, ready for a trip to Warhammer World on my birthday. Uh, traditional annual event that we do and um unfortunately andy you're working aren't you so it was the case of uh jay and dave as the, the as the loyalists the lapdogs of the emperor and against him will be pitted uh well two of my armies so i thought sons of horus can come along and i really wanted to do a uh, world eater force so i've been frantically building a world eater army uh i've built some tactical marines with the cool new mark six world eater heads they're really nice. Uh, and I've been converting up some despoilers uh, using an assortment of parts. Uh, Mark VI bodies, um, for the most part, Reaver arms and pistols, and then Blood Warrior axes 
and heads. Uh, you need a little bit of cutting, but they fit really nicely and make me think that actually you could probably do a plastic melee weapon upgrade frame for the Mark VI Marines that you know fit with those poses really well because there's some like striding out forward carrying axes some more at ease i think they'll be really good uh, and then i've got like six tanks to build but i'll do that over the next few nights it'll be fine um, <laughs> and in addition to that i've also been painting the guardians of the galaxy so i had a bit of an itch to to play some marvel crisis protocol and i've had like the guardians of the galaxy half done for probably a year now so I uh, painted up Star-Lord, Gamora and Nebula. We um, were really, really fun to do. I'm a bit sad that I've now painted all of the currently available Guardians for Marvel, Marvel Crisis Protocol. So I think I might have to pick up some Asgardians next to keep with the cosmic vibe. Uh, so yes, they're really, really fun. It's, um, it's always super busy over Christmas, but I think we're going to fill it with lots of uh, hobby fun, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, shall we move on to you next, Andy? Um, yeah, so I, I've been focusing on the Death Guard um, again. I mean, as we'll allude to later in the podcast when we talk about hobby resolutions, my painting desk is is pretty full now. I think I've, I've probably got enough hobby to last me all of next year and I wouldn't have to buy anything, um, which is a blessing and a curse, I suppose. Um, but one of the things I bought was the Death Guard Christmas bundle box. Um, so I've been building some of the Death Guard, the Plague Marines, um, because my 50 power level force only had seven Plague Marines in it. And the seven Plague Marines cost the same amount of power as two units of five. So I wanted a couple of extra guys just to, to make up two squads rather than having one big squad of seven. Yeah. Um, and then I've been painting some pox walkers because um, I painted eight of them up for kill team a couple of weeks ago. And I just need to paint up two more guys so I can actually have a full squad of 10. Um, and one of the hobby resolutions, which, uh, again, like Matt said, we're recording this a bit be- before um, New Year's and stuff. Um, so I've got a couple of days left. Um I've got to paint about 600 points of chaos for 40k. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the pox walkers <laughs> add a little bit to that. But annoyingly, despite the fact that they're really detailed, they're only like 50 points for 10. Um, so I'm, I'm feverishly painting some pox walkers on my desk. And then sort of next to me, I've got a Lord of Contagion and a malignant plague caster. Um, so they're going to be sort of getting the painting treatment next. Um, but apart from that, I've not really been doing anything else in the hobby apart from reading the Kragnos book, um, which came mm-hmm. out, I think it was early this year, I think it was. And I've got up to page 110 and Kragnos has finally turned up. Huh. Um, and Kragnos being Kragnos, he comes down from the top of a mountain. There's a horde of savage orics. And the shaman leading all the savage orcs just walks up to Kragnos and Kragnos doesn't care and just stamps all over him. <laughs> and I'm just like, that is so Kragnos. That's cool. Um, and, and yeah, that's it for, for me. So yeah, I'm painting, uh, so 40k chaos to end the year off. And I'm going to be reading as much of the Kragnos book as I possibly can. So. I did particularly like, I've not done anything apart from paint an entire Death Guard army and read a book. That's pretty good going, uh, Andy. <laughs> well, it, it, I've only painted like 
three more Plague Marines, I think. Um, <laughs> and I've gone for, because um, my original ones were sort of Death Guard Green, and then I used Militarm Green contrast paint straight over, straight over the top. And I've toned it back and I've used a Phonian camo shade instead to give a bit more of a, a subtler uh, green to it to keep some of that Death Guard green. And when you put them next to each other, you can't you can't really tell. Um, but I, I like the Ephonian camo shade wash one, which I'm I'm glad I've sorted it out now before I start fully painting a full blown Death Guard army. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, fair enough. That sounds good. Uh, well, how about yourself, Jay? What have you been up to? I have been building and painting um, dwarfs in space. Um, so I've got I've got my um, um, thousand points, fifty power level ready for the crusade next year. Uh, all built now, bar two Thunderkin. So I built one Thunderkin because I wanted to see how it sort of went together in terms of sub assemblies and painting, and it's actually not too bad. Um, the pioneers are in front of me here in pieces because I've built and painted pioneers before for the review we did earlier in the year. And um, I built them and painted them as one piece and it was a right pain. So I, I, these guys, uh, I've, I've kept all separate to, to paint and assemble afterwards. Um, I have managed to get um, one squad pretty much fully painted now with all the transfers on. Um, I've just run out of Cajun flesh tones. So I've got one, two, three, four sort of helmetless heads to paint up to put onto the squad. But other than that, they're all done. Um, and then I've just gone back and I've just um, been adding a few extra details to the um, uh, the Hecaton Land Fortress. Um, so painting the lights, um, putting a bit of um, wear and tear on the wheels and things like this and some edge highlights and stuff just to finish it off. Um, but they're coming along nicely. Um, and I think that's all I've been doing. Yeah, it's just been Leagues of Votan for the last couple of weeks. Excellent. Uh, we've all been, well, apart from me, been quite busy uh, during the sort of Christmas period. Um, now, uh, that finishes off this section of the podcast. We do have plenty to get through, so we're going to take a pause and we'll be right back. So what do we have in this week's news, Matt? Well, we've been a sort of stuff this week. First of all, and possibly most excitingly, uh, Warhammer Community shared some rules for Angron, the demon primarch of the world eaters. And yeah, he looks pretty good, doesn't he? Um, he looks scary AF, as the cool kids would say. <laughs> scary AF, he does indeed. I mean, he's got a base 12 attack at strength 9, which by itself is pretty terrifying. But with his, like, sweep attack on his uh, on his axe, he gets three hits per one. Three hit rolls per one. So 30, 36 attacks at strength 9, AP 3 damage one that is terrifying that is absolutely terrifying he's also got his other mode where he can kind of hit at strength 14 ap minus four d3 plus three damage but i'm sure statistically most of the time rolling 36 dice is probably a better option isn't it (laughs) (laughs) unless you punch in a knight maybe i don't don't know but yeah 36 attacks bonkers he looks absolutely bonkers I, i i need to paint him I need, I need this demon Primark in the cabinet alongside a load of bloodthirsters. I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to taking his last wound off of a las pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Auto wound on a six. Yeah. yeah. That might just annoy him though. You never know. Yeah. So yeah, he looks really cool. I, I think Andy, he's on your shopping list as well. 
Oh yeah, as soon as he goes for for pre order, yeah, it'll be, it'll be on my shopping list. I mean, as a, as a focal point in a miniature like that, it, Angron is just amazing. Like let's face it, it, it just looks amazing, and I can't wait to build and paint him. A couple of squads of corn berserkers, maybe some rhinos for them to go in and just do a thousand point army for a purple sparkly unicorn event just with Angron and see how he gets on. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd do pretty well. I imagine he'd do pretty well. Uh, moving into, into the Underhive, though, we've seen quite a few new things showing off the Necromunda. Um, a couple of new um, special characters. Rex Spires, who is a demolition specialist who lost two arms and a leg <laughs> to his own explosives. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if this is the kind of guy you want to hire because that's not a great CV, is it? Are oh, you good at demolitions? Yeah. I see that you've got two arms missing and a leg missing. Yeah, I stood too close. Mm. I mean, he's but, still alive. Uh, he's still yeah, he's still alive. Uh, so his kind of gimmick is that he can set up three booby traps before the battle. And I think in one of your games, um, Dave, I think maybe somebody did. Saw the the devastating uh, abilities of mines and stuff in Necromunda. Maybe it was you, Jay, against the Black. I, um, I I threw a, a demolition charge down some stairs and took out like a quarter of these <laughs> gang. <laughs> yeah, so imagine, imagine three of those booby trapped somewhere in the Zone Mortalis, and you don't want to accidentally stand on one. So yeah, he's pretty cool. And alongside him is a character called Estus Jet. Now, she's called Estus Jet because that was what was written on a collar, uh, on a collar was space E-S-T space S-U space J-E space T. So some, someone said that might be some some letters have worn away and it says test subject. Others say, nah, don't be silly. It's a name, Estus Jet. Uh, <laughs> so she's, it's, it's almost a Red Dwarf joke, that one, isn't it? But she's, uh, she's quite mysterious and... Uh, who knows? Maybe she's been cooked up in the lab to do some kind of uh, nefarious deeds. However, if you rather your Necromunda with about 100% more nightmare fuel, you could go for the Beastmasters and Ripperjacks. So th- these were old school models back in back in Necromunda 95. Um, and yeah, they've dealt these guys up to 11, haven't they? <laughs> They are quite like they're most like quite alien, aren't they? Like they are, they are very, very, very keeping this a PG podcast. They're very much from the HR Geiger school of designing an alien with allusions to bodily parts, aren't they? Yeah, and and this and the, these these guys are like his pets. Yeah, yeah. He, he you you hire him and he brings these horrific monsters to Jeez. hug. I'm not even kidding. Hug their enemies. They envelop them with their big like wings and stuff and go blah 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 with a big toothy maw. Um, yeah, I, I really like the, um, the 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 beast handler because he reminds me of like the guys in like Bone Armor from uh, Morrowind. If anyone's right. played that, yeah, he doesn't kind of look like your typical ganger, does he? No, he does look a bit sort of a uh, native. He does look a bit native. I, I, I forget. There's very few um, hangers on that the Yashways Nomads can hire, but I believe this is one of them. Um, yeah, they look horrific, don't they? I really want I'm, to paint one. I'm personally not a, a huge fan of them. I, d- I don't know. They're just not my 
um so i can i can imagine them having a, a lot of appeal especially as like sort of monster and alien kind of fans but even the beastmaster himself i don't know this this kit might be passing me by but i can see um having appeal but they're, they're slightly too scary for me not to sound like a wimp but <laughs> I, if i saw these things coming towards me i'd be like nope out gone bye and, 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 and he's there crying as he's painting them on the <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they are they are scared i think that's why i like them because they're just so weird they're, i think the first thing that jumped into my mind was the the, the face huggers and the egg sacks from alien that's yeah. what i got yeah yeah um, yeah, they're horrible. They're, now, there's also two other beasts that the Beastmasters can take in the recent book. So presumably we'll get three different packs with a different design of Beastmaster and different beasties. So that'll be interesting to see. I really like them. Now, you may have heard if you watch the Christmas special that there's a new Boxing Day model coming. It's, it's, in fact, it's already available in the shops now as you're listening to this. A uh, aberrant ghoul king with crown of delusion. Now I was lucky enough to paint up one of these that uh, Games Workshop sent us a free review copy of. Um, I love this guy. We talked about it briefly on the holiday special, but um, I don't think the official like glamour shots for him had come out. Um, yeah, I really hope this is a sign of what the flesh eater court is going to look like next year. I really like this model. It's uh, it's very very nice. Um, although I don't have a flesh eater court's army, uh, I'm getting to back into death uh, at the moment, so he's definitely going to be picked up. Someone pointed out online that this guy would have made a really nice boss for uh, Curse City. Yeah, he would. Yeah, yeah, he would have done. Yeah. So it's a bit bizarre, isn't it? That I mean, I know Curse City the vibe was like vampires, wasn't it? But yeah, he would have been cool. Uh, I, I don't know when flesh well technically we don't even know if flesh eater courts are coming out but i mean there's two death books coming out and the flesh eater courts one's really old isn't it so we'd guess so uh and if we get more like knights kind of based stuff but with horrific monsters i think that'd be really fun now turning our sights to the um the grim darkness of the far future and in fact the horus heresy itself we saw the next plastic kit revealed and i think before we jump on with this we've got to say they have turned an awful lot of Forge World kits into plastic this year, haven't they? Considering yeah. the Her- Heresy was released in, what, June? Yeah. Yeah, six months ago. And we've had pretty much all of the Space Marine vehicles now, a, low, a big proportion of them. The next one is another Spartan chassis tank, the Typhon. So this um, basically gives up its transport capacity because the Primark Perturabo uh, requested the Mechanicum. You see that big, massive, heavily armoured, flare shield covered tank? And the Mechanicum were like, yeah, the one that's really useful for getting troops like into position. And Perturabo was like, what if we kind of took out the troop compartment and replaced it with a massive cannon for blowing up walls? And the Mechanicum <laughs> were like, yeah, fair play. And they built him one. Um, yeah, I, I, I need this. The, the, I think the Death Core Krieg player in me appeals to the massive siege cannon on the front of it and andy as this thing was designed by perturabo i'm sure you're going to be picking up one of these aren't you yeah i definitely want at least two of them i mean i've been sort of like toying around and writing some heresy lists and stuff like that and i quite like the idea of doing a iron warrior army that's all about sort of bombarding your opponent um so we had the um the sort of like whirlwind tank come out yeah. a couple of weeks ago um, and then I saw this and I was just like, yeah, t- take a couple of units of tactical squads, two of these Typhons 
and a couple of those small bombard tanks. And I'm like, yeah, that that's that's you know the 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 wheels started turning in my head as in terms of army lists. But yeah, it looks it looks amazing. I mean, the size of a cannon's huge. I mean, have you seen the rules? Have you seen the rules for this, Jay? Is range yeah. 24 inches, strength 12, AP 3, ordnance 1, 5 inch blast, with rending 4 plus, sunder, and brutal 4. <laughs> yeah, it's That's very good. That's the sting, it's, isn't it? It's basically like a um, a beefed up Vindicator. Yeah. Yeah, so this looks really cool. Now, they mentioned that next Thursday will be another heresy reveal. We have noticed that jet bikes have this week disappeared from the forge world store which is normally a sure sign of plastic ones so that's pretty exciting because outside them the flyers and maybe like assault marines we're nearly getting to the point where we've got the whole heresy resin range in plastic now like the core range here the non-legion stuff yeah so that's really exciting um, what would you like to see? I take it you'd want to see Assault Marines or something next, Jay? I would want to see Assault Marines next, but I don't think we're going to see them for a while because I think they might be, like you've been talking about, potentially like a, a, a refresh of the Age of Darkness box, and I can see yeah. Assault Marines forming a core of that. Um, I think bikes are probably a good shout. I would like to see um, some of the flyers, though, myself. I would. I, I, would, I agree with that. I, I've always been a fan of a flyer. Uh, I'd love to, to paint one up in Dark Angels colours. Yeah, so yeah, they've been coming out thick and fast, haven't they? We've pretty much had a heresy kit every month, so if that continues into next year, I think uh, it's going to be good for the heresy. And obviously, we get to the point where we can get the non-marine factions getting kits as well, like the uh, the Sword of Exilia, the Mechanicum, the the Sisters of Silence have got some new units. Don't think the Custodians have got any new units in the book, have they? Um, They have got some new options, yeah. So they've got the Meridian Blades. Okay. Um, which haven't got models yet. So I can see a, a new shield captain or Hetaran guard squad coming out with the, um, nice. with the blades. Okay, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so yeah, there's lots of stuff for them to release though, isn't there? So they'll keep us uh, busy for a while. Now, Warcom also shared a little bit more about Warhammer Fest. I know we've all got our tickets. It's going to be super exciting, but, and I don't know if you guys have picked up on this, but they put out a new article showing some of the, the stuff that you have access to, if you don't have one of the add-on tickets like they've done a lot of you know painting sessions haven't yeah. they, and stuff well they shared some of the stuff that kind of is also happening over the weekend so they've got the community paint and take which they often have at these things where they'll have a new miniature you you kind of paint them up um and you know take them home with you but what's new this year they'll be taking pictures of them to put on Warcom while they're doing it so you might see your own model on the website after you've painted it up which well, is nice. a nice little touch and in addition to that, what you can do is bring your models down and the studio photographers will take photographs of your models. Oh, wow. Take home. That's cool. That is, yeah. So that's that's really cool, isn't it? That is and good, they've, yeah. They've never done that before. I imagine there'd be quite a queue for that, but um, yeah. we'll see how they go. Um, and they've also got mega armies on parade where you bring your entire army and it's like a friendly competition. So that's quite fun. From a gaming point of view, they, they it seems very much like the uh, games days of old. They've got multiplayer battles where you turn up and there's a games master and you play through a Steam scenario that's controlled by a games master. You don't need to bring any models. They provide all that. So it oh, could be a, a siege maybe and, and one of the staff stuck GMing it and you're trying to take out the you know turrets or a heresy-themed battle. That, I think, is what's been missing from some of the previous kind of Warhammer Fests, hasn't it? 
Yeah, well, that, that's like the old, like say, games days used to be able to go. Used to have tons of tables with different games going on. Um, yeah, so that'd be ace. And they're all multiplayer games as well, these as well, to get everyone involved, which is fun. Uh, they've also got the Warhammer Board Gaming Cafe, where there'll be hot beverages and board games, free play. You just rock up, play a board game, have a drink. That's really cool, too. Uh, and then they've also got demo games of all the core games as well. So it's really putting the game back into games day. So Makes that's sense. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then obviously we've got the, some of the pay for stuff like the laser tag that we definitely need to do, guys. We need to get a ticket for that. <laughs> um, all of the kind of third party people will be there. Cubicle 7, I think, are going to be there. All the kind of games developers are showing up. Uh, but what they've also got is some new stuff in there, too. So they've got uh, an interactive augmented reality scavenger hunt that you can do across the entirety of Warhammer Fest. Uh, they've also got a carnival. Uh, doesn't give any details, but it says you'll need the swiftness of an elf and the stamina of an orc to fit it all in. So that seems really cool. It closes out by saying that Warhammer Fest will be six times bigger than the previous show that they did. Oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah, I'm excited. Um, you, you guys... Um, have you got anything on you like i think it's gonna be a struggle to cram everything in so is there anything like in particular you want to see during the day i i mean i personally just want to take in as as much as possible of the actual event um you know maybe maybe get to roll some dice but uh just being part of it i think it's gonna be very cool i mean um, me and you're going down on the monday aren't we jay so yeah um, we'll get to see some of the golden demon entries and things like that um I think just taking the whole atmosphere in. I am tempted to look at that laser tag, though, Matt. I must, I must admit. Be fun, it'd be fun. Well, me and Andy are down there for the, the whole three days, and I feel we're going to have to write an itinerary, aren't we, Andy? Yeah, I mean, this is it. When we were buying tickets and stuff, I was having to be very careful not to buy tickets, uh, like try and spread it out over the the, the three days. Because mm. I think if you cram too much into, like, the um, Warcry event that I've picked up, I think is on the Sunday. And that's like nine in the morning to four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, that's most of the day. Um, so, yeah, I, I I almost feel like there was so much on offer at this event that you're never going to fit it all in. Which is a good thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely been one of my criticisms of previous um, like games days and stuff like that. Um, where there's, there's not been a huge amount to do. And this one feels like there's tons and tons to do which is obviously great yeah so i'm looking forward to that um obviously we'll be covering it if we can so uh yeah watch this space it's not too far away i need to get working on my gordon demon entries i think um now that wasn't the biggest news this week though and we had a we had a a, a kind of exciting emotion-filled day on the 16th of december uh it's only a couple of days ago when we were recording this where early early hours a couple of American media kind of sites had reported that Henry Cavill of uh, The Witcher and Superman and Stardust fame uh, was starring in a Warhammer 40,000 TV show. Um, so I was a bit cautious at first because you get a lot of rumours going round, and there was a bit of an echo chamber, wasn't there, where people were then taking this for fact, where technically at that point it was a rumour. Then midday quietly games workshop updated their investor site to say yes yes we have entered a partnership with amazon the 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 you know it's not been signed it's not all contractually finished yet but we are looking to partner with amazon to create 
multiple TV shows and films that will be broadcast, presumably on Amazon Prime, but you know, you never know. Amazon have done some theatrical releases as well. Uh, so we're like, okay, this is really cool. Uh, but obviously the Henry Cavill bit hadn't been mentioned. And then probably, I don't know, about 20 minutes after I put the post up on our site, uh, Warcom updated to say, yes, this is all true. Henry Cavill is executive producer and star of the first live action Warhammer 40,000 cinematic universe, which I don't think any of us were expecting, were we? (laughs) Well, actually... Um, we we joked as our April Fools from 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 only this year, Matt, that um there was going to be a, a Warhammer Cinematic Universe. Uh, seriously though, no, didn't expect it. Um, but this 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 could be very very good. Yeah, I mean, I mean I think it's it, it's massive news. Even even if the TV show is terrible, and I really hope it isn't, because we've got people in games with Andy Smiley. Who, you know, we've, we've met in the past, and Henry Cavill, both as executive producers on this, there's very much a steer from people who, you know, love and breathe the universes, which is a good thing. You know, it's, I suspect there's been multiple different parties bidding for this IP, because I think with the popularity of stuff like, you know, The Witcher, Game of Thrones, fantasy and sci-fi, especially with the, you know, the 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 Warhammer universes are very unique, aren't they? And I think they would make a super popular, uh, you know, f- f- film slash TV franchise if done right. Um, but you need the combination of the money to do it. I imagine Games Workshop would love to do this all in house, but it's simply too expensive to do it, isn't it? You can't you can't have a big live action studio on a on a shoestring budget. You know, how much did Rings of Power cost, Jay? It was oh, God, millions, millions per episode. Per episode. Yeah. yeah. So if this kind of budget that Amazon are bringing, and then you've got presumably uh, they're looking for uh, writers at the minute, and I it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of the Black Library types, Dan Abnett's, um Aaron Densby Bowden, those kind of people throw their hats in the ring for this. Yeah, I um I, I think it, as well it's got the potential to actually appeal to people who aren't don't actually are not in the hobby currently, you know. Um it, it's an interesting universe. Um you can tell some really cool stories. You know, it doesn't all have to be space marines and orcs and things. It, you know, there's lots of sort of uh, ways they can go. Uh like you say it's a massive universe and I, I, you know it, it's got I, I would say much deeper lore and setting than things like Marvel and look how popular Marvel is so yeah exactly well it's going to be interesting to see how grim dark they go because you can't really go for like the night lords to to start off with because they're going to have like flayed skin on and they're going to be all about terror tactics and all that sort of stuff so it's going to be very interesting to see how they bring this to life without making it too grim dark because obviously in in the far future stuff dies people get their heads chopped off all that sort of stuff so it's going to be very interesting to see how they stay true to that without going too far over that edge well you say this but amazon did the boys which stayed true to the source material and was you know not pg rated was it especially if we've got people who like you know henry cavill's kind of the driving force behind this I, I suspect they want it true to the law. Now there'll be arguments from a from a marketing point of view. You know, space means appeal to teenage boys, so you can't make it 18 certificate. It's it'll be a balancing act, won't it? 
Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the first story is they tell. Um, well, should, should we do a little round table? What do people think the first, like, what do people think the first, like, story will be? And what do people think it will be? I um I think it's going to be Eisenhorn. Um, I think I think we, we've we've heard more about that, which isn't really a lot, but we've we've heard more about that than than anything else. Um, it would also be um, not easy, but because you're not going to have sort of <coughs> the, the likes of Space Marines rocking around, you could keep the budget down, which I think is something you said um, when we were discussing this um, off air, Matt. It just it just seems a bit like a, a way in. Um, an easier way in than, than than a big battle between loads of marines and lots of CGI and stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping they go for um, like the fall of Cadia and and do that in a big cinematic and, and go for the complete opposite. Go for a massive battle showing off the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I mean, they could do anything, right? They could do a Tyranid invasion. Um, you know, there'd be loads of stuff they'd be able to do. Is it just 40k that, that they've got, or is so it currently? The, the, on the on the investing, that currently, initially, it's 40k, with a, a suspect a mind picking up other IPs if it's popular. Hmm. But and because it's specifically Warhammer 40,000, to me that excludes the Horus Heresy. Yeah. Because Warhammer the Horus Heresy is a different brand, isn't it? I mean, you look at how well, how good things like um, Star Wars Clone Wars and uh, the Bad Batch, uh, things like that, you know, it could be an animation. It might not even be a live oh, action it's, it's, it's definitely live action, definitely live action. Oh, they said live action, have they? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, so I, I was thinking with the Eisenhorn thing initially, Dave, but thinking about it, that was initially announced with a, with a writer and a production crew, and they just disappeared into ether. Which makes me think that's dead in the water. Otherwise, they'd say in this article, you know, we've already got a script and we've already got producers and stuff. Um, I do wonder the best solution for everyone is create an original story. You've got a bit more freedom to to come up with something new and have a you know ten season storyline without having to to tread on anyone's toes from the Black Library box. And it also means that Games Workshop can make miniatures and box sets and stuff of characters from this new series as well. So you've got a bit of cross-pollination. Yeah. I think I think the um the Emperor's Gift would be a fantastic um first thing. That's it tells the story of a um uh, a recruit into the Grey Knights. Um but it covers quite a wide thing. So the, there's the, the missions the Grey Knights go on, um, you know, during his early career. Um, but then they get obviously the, the first war of Armageddon. And then there's a whole bit afterwards with the sort of politicking politics, sorry, between the um, High Lords, the Inquisition, the Space Wolves, the, the guard that fought in Armageddon. It's got everything that has. Yeah. Good introduction to the, um, to, you know, to the, to the Warhammer set in the, the High Lords, the Inquisition, the Space Marines, the Guards, Demons, and then a secretive uh, Grey Knight Order. That'd be cool. Does the, does the cinematic universe bit surprise everyone? I kind of Amazon buying a series or something cool, but Amazon pretty much go in. Yeah, there's going to be multiple TV shows and films and everything. I think I think they're hoping to make big books for this. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think I think they are. Um, and and why not? I mean, Warhammer is especially since covid it's 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 really 
well, it's taking on the masses, isn't it? And there's not much that they're expanding into different things. And inevitably, at some point, they're going to have to tackle film and TV because how else is the brand going to grow, I guess? Yeah, it's exactly. I mean, little little kind of ten year old me in the past would absolutely lose my mind if I knew there was Warhammer TV live action Warhammer shows coming, Warhammer films. I imagine you guys would be the same. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. What yeah. does this mean for the sort of in house stuff? Do you reckon? Well, in house is animation and stuff, isn't it? So they could keep that as the same thing. I do wonder. I do wonder if um, all that stuff will end up on Prime, and there's some negotiations going on in the background. Yeah. Um, th- I mean, the only thing there is, are, are they are they going too much over to Amazon with that? You know, GW, although they have changed over the years, they do like having their own thing, don't they? Um, However, if Amazon are like, yeah, here's five billion to make a cinematic universe, Amazon get to call the shots, really, don't they? True. I don't know. Um, it, I, it does. It does upset me a little bit that they've gone to Amazon because I, actually, deep down, I hate Amazon. But I'm definitely going to be um, watching, paying my Amazon Prime subscription while muttering, um, but fully enjoying all the content. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the the thing to keep in mind, this probably isn't even going to be next year. Oh if no! The, if the, just the initial steps and the approaching <clears throat> writers and stuff, you've got a long lead time to make TV shows. You're probably talking what 2024 at the earliest. So yeah, it's um, it'll be a while out, I'm sure. But I am really looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. Excellent, Excellent stuff. Um, that about, I believe, wraps up the news, Matt. It does, yeah. It's been a it's been a busy few days since we recorded the last section. <laughs> Absolutely. Now we've got the all important hobby resolution section coming up next. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna prepare for my internet disconnect so I can't hear this. Um, uh... we will we will be right back. We've talked about it quite a lot, but just for for review purposes, um, this next segment is all about hobby resolution. So this time last year, the beginning of 2022, myself, Matt, Jay and Andy set out free hobby resolutions for the year. This is the point where Matt has reviewed uh, our resolutions and has scored them uh, and we get to kind of discuss if we have or haven't hit them um, there might be some slight sneaking of, uh, of points here and there in this part um, but for the most part I think this is going to be quite brutal um, Matt I don't know how you want to I don't know how you want to start this but I'll, I'll hand the reins over to you well this is always my favourite show of the year because it always ends up in an argument and it always ends up in tears and I think we're going to have both of these tonight but um, yeah I so, I mean, I'm open with a line from Dave last year. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm going to be honest. Well. I'm going to be honest. I'm sick of doing terribly. Now, Dave, I don't think you had a great track <laughs> record on the old hobby resolutions, did you? Now, actually, the first time we ever did this, um, I think I actually did quite well. But I think the 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 as the years have gone by, I've got significantly worse at them. What's your uh, what's your what's your gut feeling for this year, Dave? Poor. Poor, okay. Poor show. Poor show. Okay, well, at least we've got real, realism here. Okay, so we'll go in with your first hobby resolution. And it started off quite achievable. And then the, the scope widened, the scope widened. So, Dave, number one, paint a Necromunda gang. Okay. 
flesh out the lore, give names to all the characters, write background for all the characters. Okay. And build and paint a board to accompany them. Dave, have you have you done all that? No. <laughs> so um I will try fair, and defend myself a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll say what I have done. So I did I did finally um build a Orlock gang. They all got names. Um I painted to completion probably three of them. So I didn't fully paint the gang. I didn't flesh out the um the the characters and, and I can't really say I built or painted the board. So I got as far as finally picking up the Necromunda Warband that I wanted. Um but sadly that was it really. Oh, I feel I feel we need a uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's all right. The next one, Dave. I've got faith. I've got faith. So, resolution number two was fully paint and base to the best of my ability. At least two thousand points of a new Warhammer forty thousand faction, and that faction was definitely, absolutely going to be the Adeptus Roritas. <laughs> uh, your your sister's battle army, Dave, is absolutely. Fa- oh no, it doesn't exist, does it? I remember. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. No, it doesn't exist. So right, I'm Dave, trying to think. Right, Dave, you may have redeemed yourself. Have you painted another two thousand points entirely new uh, 40k army this year? No, I don't think <laughs> oh, I have. Um, so, so I'm thinking actually for 40k, I um, <coughs> I've, I've mainly been painting stuff for armies that I've actually already got. Um, Aside from Guard, which um, it came to me a bit too late on, but no, no, Matt, I, I didn't paint 2,000 points of a of a brand new army. Oh, Dave, you're not looking good. Too, too, too fearless. For, you might you might be able to redeem yourself with challenge number three, though. I, I've got, I've definitely got faith. So number three, fully base and paint to the best of my ability. 2,000 points for a brand new Age of Sigma army, who are definitely absolutely going to be the Skaven. Well, would you believe it? Dave, I think you have painted over 2,000 points of Skaven. We need to find some sort of, like, cheering uh, sound effects. <laughs> uh, maybe some, like, excited klaxon sound. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I did, in the end, paint over 2,000 points of Skaven, the Rat Boys, for Age of Sigmar. Uh, and had a couple of games with them as well. Took them to a tournament. Um, very pleased with that. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, Age of Sigmar is probably where I'm lacking in armies uh, or completed armies so it was good to get that um to get that done I'm, I'm pleased i've managed to hit one of those resolutions matt well, you know what skaven, skaven's a tough one there's a lot of models in the skaven army and at times i felt i felt that you were feeling the the grind of the army but you fought through and you did it so i think that's a decent win there dave uh, yeah and, and and actually um the the probably the best based army i currently oh have. yeah you're like um you sort of green lava effect. yeah the the green yeah, really the nice. warp stone coming through the the bases uh and in particular sort of the 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 vermin lord and the gray seer on the screaming bell um and some of the other characters they're definitely some of the best models i've ever painted in my opinion um so which is what counts really um so uh yeah i'm I, i'm really pleased that i managed to get the it's an army i wanted to do for so long um so yeah very 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 pleased i got those done yeah and you know what the, the brief was pe- pe- fully paint and base the army to the best of your ability and i think you did i think you pushed yourself with your painting on that one dave yeah yeah absolutely um really enjoyed. thank you yeah i i have to say looking at your scaven army especially how it's 
progressed over time. Dave, it made me want to buy that Skaven Christmas bundle box set. <laughs> that Skaven Christmas bundle box set is basically my army. Um, it's such a good box. Well, one out of three, Dave. That's that's better than some years. It is better than some years. I'm not saying it for you because I've not heard mine. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> no, you have not. Um, okay, so we'll move to Andy. Andy, Andy. I think you were the winner last year, the newcomer who rocks up with some hobby resolutions and completes them all like some kind of freak. Yeah, the show. Yeah, obviously. So, so the the first hobby challenge for Andy was. Get a photo setup sorted so you can take professional-looking photographs. Andy, have you got yeah. a photo setup sorted? Um, I like to think so. I've got a fat mat for the background. I painted up some scenery, although I don't actually use it in my photos. And I've got two little um, sort of like um, not desk lamps, but two bright lamps that I sort of put on either side of uh, models to reduce the shadow and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I, I'd like to think I do. I, um, I think I think that's a big tick, Andy. I think you've uh, you've smashed that this year. Now, I should say that my hobby resolutions for the podcast were a lot easier than ones you guys did because I was doing about 25 other ones. So I kept the, the, the podcast ones a little bit easier. But, yeah, I, I think that one is, uh, yeah. You, you achieve that. Some would call that cheating and not having as tough a job as the others. But, you know. So, yeah, no, no, really good. And I think everything you've painted this year, you, you photographed as well, which is really, really cool, and put in your, your hobby roundup posts on the website too. So your second challenge, Andy, was read slash listen to the Master of Mankind. Did you did you read slash listen to Master of Mankind, Andy? I did indeed read slash you listen did to the Master of Mankind. Now... Um, Cast your mind back a year because Jay said there will be a test at the end of the year. So I'm going to pass over to Jay now, who has prepared some questions on Master of Mankind. Only oh, to answer no. all these questions, can we deem you as having read Master of Mankind? <laughs> okay, right. Step away from Google, Andy. You know, I, I can listen for the keyboard typing in the background there. Oh, no. Okay, your first question. At the beginning of the story, there's a recounting of an assassination mission carried out by Constantine Valdor, where he goes in and he uh, confronts Minister Zhu and executes her. But for what crime? Uh, <laughs> I, I want to say, uh, I want to say heresy. I know he does it in a in a sort of uh, does it in a room. Um, just do oh, in the room you're right there honestly um that wasn't the question no i didn't ask where he did it i remember the giant titan battle <laughs> oh well that, that's another end. question so the answer to this question have you got the answer john to give it yeah john's yeah go on, it, give was, it was stealing water stealing oh yeah. i'm talking of titans then andy there was a good titan battle in fact that master of mankind the book had everything yeah, yeah yes there was there was a nice titan battle and in that battle, one of the Legio Ignatum Titans was possessed by a demon. What was the name of that Titan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And um, I'll give you a bonus point if you can remember the demon's name. No, no. Uh, wasn't it the, well, the, the, the demon that was stalking throughout the whole story? It was called the first murder, wasn't it? But I don't think yeah. that's the one that 
possessed Jack the Titan. It was. It was the one that possessed the Titan. Yeah. Oh, was it? it? Was the oh. demon, yeah. And later possesses a sword. But, but, but do you remember what the, the, the Titan's name was? Can you no. remember what class of Titan it was? Uh, I want to say... I know there's a battle, there's a warhound that's more mobile than the, the loyalist one. I can't remember if that's the one that gets possessed. I'm going to say a reaver. It is but... a reaver, and it was called Black Sky. Oh, yeah, I was never going to get that. <laughs> your last question, your last question, and it has a bonus point as well. So there was a, um, a dishonoured um, knight household. Oh, no. <laughs> answered uh, Diocletian's call to come into the webway. And they, if you remember, these knights, they'd been yeah, yeah. stripped of their honours, they'd been stripped of their paint scheme, and they were they were languishing in the cells of the um, one of the keeps. And um, they accompanied Zephon down into the webway with the reinforcements. Yeah. What was the name of that knight household? Uh, uh, a bonus point if you can remember what their crime was. Well, I remember they came from, they were originally loyal to, I think it was the Emperor's children. Correct. Um, oh, God, what was it? Um, well, I think, it, I remember they came to terror because they wanted, oh, oh no, I can't remember. They, did, they, come, they, they handed themselves in, basically. You were yeah. right, they were loyal to the Emperor's children, and then... Um, and then when the Horus Hosey broke out, the Emperor's children, obviously, they ordered them to attack a, um, an Iron Hands army. And then it was at that point they realised, well, hang on, these are these are Legion Cestartes, what's going on here? So yeah. they, they, um, they, they came back to terror. It was Viridian. Was Viridian. The name of the household. Yeah. I remember Ra. I, I liked Ra. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also good. remember how what happens to Ra at the end which uh, <coughs> was not very nice and made me not like the Emperor. Hashtag spoilers. Hashtag spoilers. <laughs> I also remember um, the Emperor explaining his grand plan and why he left the Great Crusades and stuff like that, which, again, best intentions. Um, and then I remember there was a scene, wasn't there, where they had Angron on the table. and Twelve. Yeah, and the Emperor basically refused to take the butcher's nails out a damaged primark is still a primark yeah what a great daddy is <laughs> yeah it, it was after listening to that that i uh i went for heritage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i don't know about you jay but i think i'm satisfied that andy did indeed read master of mankind <laughs> yes it was that's back that's... in february that's my excuse that's two for two we're in trouble here boys okay so number one number one uh, get rid of all this old 40k stuff and do 2,000 points of chaos for 40k. How did you do, Andy? So I'm currently sat at um, 1,335 points with just over a week to go. Okay, is, is, is so... 1,335 points more or less than 2,000 points, Andy? Um, well, my my math skills are, are a little <laughs> bit lacking um as well as well as the point so yeah no um uh, this was a, a classic one of um it, i was painting whatever was sort of like there um i think if i painted a thousand points of chaos knights earlier on for 
the doubles event that we went to, didn't we? Yeah, you, you um, did a really, really strong start. And I thought, oh my god, Andy's going to smash this again. Yeah. It... And to be fair, to be fair, if we we could. Uh, you've got like a week left. There could be. There could be. If you can paint like what. So 675 points 665 points of chaos by the actual end of the year we will give you a point in lieu on the next podcast which could change the standings at the end of the show hold oh. on a minute hold on a minute so if in the next two weeks i can build paint and backstory and all that <laughs> gang neck and under board, gang and paint two thousand points of 40k then i get two bonus points absolutely challenge accepted on the ground, on the yeah, ground yeah. stressing about building a spartan for next week dave i don't think you're gonna get a neck under board and a 40k army painted i'll set on phoning in sick <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well that's 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 a very good effort two two and like three quarters of your your um your, your third challenge that's that's a good showing andy i want to see some more difficult showing d- difficult resolutions for andy coming into this new year yeah i mean arguably one of them was read a book yeah it, so i i did like 25 in addition to the three that i did for for a podcast so i wanted to keep them all sort of manageable and doable and whatever but um going into next year i'm only going to do 20 for myself have three for the podcast specifically but i am going to be doing some some harder ones i think i, I really want to sort of push myself to get a lot more done next year uh and let's face it it's bragging rights isn't it so it's yeah. all about the bragging rights yeah well speaking of which jay are you feeling confident on your hobby resolution this year? No, I never feel confident on my. You hobby. never feel confident. Well, let's see, let's see how it plays out. You might have aced it. You might not have aced it, but you might have aced it. <laughs> so the research. Challenge... You never. You didn't <laughs> challenge number one. Challenge number one. Build and paint an army of at least one thousand points for four different systems. Those systems were Age of Sigmar, Warhammer Forty Thousand, Middle Earth, and Warhammer. The Horus Heresy. Jay, have you built and painted at least a thousand points for four different systems? So, I have on the 40k side, because I think that's been maybe my most successful, I've painted a thousand points of Eldar. Um, I painted, I think I painted another 40k army, but I can't think what it was. Maybe I didn't. I've, I, no, maybe, maybe. You're painting just... your Votan at the moment. Painting the Votan at the moment, but and the, the, the same rules. You could have an army in Lou by the end of the year. I think you're, you're working towards a thousand points, aren't you? The, the, the Votan, yeah. That the, the plan is to get a thousand points of Votan done by the end of the year. Okay, so two forty k armies potentially. Two forty k armies. I'm sure there was. A, I mean, to be fair, I did paint a load of Votan out of the other box set, so it wasn't the same Votan army, but it was. There was probably about three hundred points worth of Votan I painted there as well. On the Horus Heresy side, I painted two armies 6,000 points of armies in fact um on the age of sigmar side i didn't paint anything on the age of sigmar side apart from a underworld warband which isn't an army and definitely not a thousand points (laughs) (laughs) maybe about 100 points a unit um and lord of the rings unfortunately and i was really keen for this one at the beginning of the year i didn't paint any lord of the rings so it's a uh, uh, i think isn't it? Well, see, I'm nothing but a benevolent judge. Now, you may not have painted a thousand points for four different systems, 
but you've done two heresy armies and you'll have done two 40k armies i'm gonna put it up to the floor andy dave does does jay get a half point for doing two systems but doubling up the painting on them no no. <laughs> eight eight thousand points of armies I've painted. Really, the floor has spoken. So, uh, so if it wasn't Imperial Fists, I'd yeah. definitely give him a point. But because <laughs> because it was Imperial Fists, I'm gonna say I I mean don't get me wrong, I love the custodies, so I'm gonna say half a point and be nice. All right, I'll I'll go with Andy. He has painted he has painted eight thousand points of one. That is that is some achievement. Um. Yeah, I'll go with Andy and say half a point. Half a point. Okay, a point. that's a good start. That's that's potentially half a point more than you've had in previous years, Jay. As well. <laughs> I'm, can we call it quits there? That's it. Done. <laughs> half a point. I'll take that. Well, well, the second challenge, and I don't know, you may have done this, but the second challenge was paint a non-core system, and by core system we mean 40k AOS, Middle Earth, or Heresy. <coughs> so paint a non-core system model each month. So that can either be non-games workshop or it can be a non-core game like Necromunda or Titanicus. Have you managed to paint a non-core miniature every month this year, Jay? Oof. Well, mm. I do, probably, I do, I, probably I not every know. month this year. No, I mean, I painted up a bit because I, I have paint, I painted up the Necromunda stuff. Mm. Uh, I painted up a little bit of Infinity. Just looking around the shelves now. What else have I got on my shelves everywhere? Uh, but I've painted up. I can't remember the Cursed City. Probably that was the year before, wasn't it? That one there. Did you paint any Underworlds? Or Underworlds. I, pa- I painted some Underworlds. Uh, underworld. It was. It was a um, a Dark Elf Underworlds team. Uh, I painted up some Lord of the Rings because I've got the two L's in front of me here. I, I feel you're very close on this one, Jay. Probably not twelve. Well, uh, not twelve models. I don't think. Did I paint any Aeronautica? I painted Aeronautica. I painted an entire Aeronautica fleet. Not done too badly. Yeah, I mean, I painted, you... I painted more than 12, 12 non-core system models. Yeah, the question is whether once a month. Now, I can't remember. I personally think you may have done this because you tend to jump into something else as a palette cleanser. I'd have to look through my Google Photos. Uh, I can't I can't honestly say whether I, I painted something. Ever. So, I mean, what, we're in December now. What have I painted in December? I'm not all I painted in December is Votan. Oh, so that's you know. So I, I don't think I've done that one every month. I've paid a lot of non-core system stuff though, actually. But you didn't, you didn't, you did pretty well month. there. We we seen it uh, uh, for that one then. When uh, uh, with the caveat of you painted an awful lot of stuff and nearly completed this challenge. You know what? Um, I'm going to give you a sympathy half point there. Oh yes, woohoo! Yeah, I, you, I, you painted. <coughs> you there's, there might be like a couple of months that you've not done it, but I think you have painted something non-core. A lot of the months throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I've got my Aeronauta. I've got some Infinity I painted. I've got my Necromunda. And Necromunda would have been a few sessions over Underworld. a few as well. Yeah, because it, it was a squat band, and then the uh, we got the um, the exosuit later. Mm-hmm. You know Jeremy Paxman, uh, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> you would have given half a point for that. <laughs> I, I think we deduct half a point for painting two elves. Painting two elves. Yeah, Lord of the Rings elves as well. Go about those mm. ones. Yeah, so, so that's, that's pretty good. However, you don't get any more points, Jay. Spoilers right here. <laughs> Challenge number three. Uh, Document the painting progress of the above projects with a monthly blog on the website. Yeah, that's... um. That didn't go very well. 
<laughs> had you written a single blog post on your painting progress? A uh, single blog. Let me just open up WordPress now. Let <laughs> me get started. The year's not over. <laughs> so, yeah, alas, you didn't. And it was a shame. I thought that would have been a good one for you, Jay. Yeah. Too, bu- too busy painting to, to write. Clearly, clearly. So, unfortunately, that puts you, even, and even with some fairly tenuous <laughs> half points, on, on one out of three. Uh, yeah. So, valiant effort, though. And again, You've had zeros in the past, Jay, so that's yeah. definitely not a bad thing. It's 100% bad. Uh, and finally, we end with me. So um, I'll have to defer to you guys for some brutal judging on this one. But my first challenge was paint something for every currently supported Games Workshop system this year. Mm, yeah, you've probably you've probably easily done that, actually. You paint yeah. Underworld, Warcry, um, 40k, Age of Sigmar. It's... Aeronautica? I have painted Aeronautica, yep. I painted a single plane. Yeah, a single say. model for each system. Yeah. Now, now oh, it's a bit yeah. of a cheat, because by currently supported, clearly it's like things released this year, and I've painted up things released this year for review, so it was a bit of an easy one, really. Um, but there's a lot of stuff. I've, I've painted a lot of, like, you know, there's been Middle Earth, there's been Warcry, there's been Underworlds. You've done some Marvel Crisis stuff and non-games workshop stuff, so... Yeah, yeah. it's... um. So I think I've done that one. That was a that was a fun challenge to do. I didn't want to do like the paint army X or paint two thousand points of Y because it's so easy to fail that. Where for this one I thought, well, I'm gonna be painting summit for everything, surely. Um so yeah, quite happy with that one. So number two, number two was create a hobby calendar to manage sprues and brews time. Uh, Dave will know this one because he gets the notifications on his phone. <laughs> yeah, you you have you have done that. Uh, you have done that. So we get notifications of basically when our NDAs are being lifted and we can start talking about stuff. Just for my own sanity more than anything. And again, to manage the painting because there's been a lot of stuff released this year, hasn't there? So that's mm. two for two. And I thought, okay, yeah. Depending on what number three is, I might win this year because I don't think I've won before. I um, think you have. Have I? Oh, well, well, I haven't won this year. Spoilers. Number <laughs> three, number three was take part in the year-long armies on parade i did so well i painted up my um my uh, slanesh i'm head knights of slanesh with the specified units in each month for the armies on parade but then once the army was done i, I didn't carry on and build the board and build the scenery and everything mm. so i built the army but not the board and armies on parade is very much about the board so that is a big fat no for me and yeah. I really regret not doing that. I think if I'd have been in the new house and I had space to have a permanent yeah. board set up, I'd have done it. But I just didn't have logistically the space to do it this year, unfortunately. But that is something I'd like to do in the future. Yeah, one for next year. Yeah. So so two out of three, I'm giving myself for that. Which puts me and Andy on joint first place. And Dave and Jay as joint losers. Now, <laughs> I I win a moral victory because I got a full point for for it, for fully achieving one of my three. Is I a think, full point worth that's... more than t- more than two half points though? In my mind, it does. That's math. That's, that's math. math. Yeah. There's maybe some like fractional rounding or something going on there. Well, I don't know. I'm the winner because I've got a nice, lovely looking Imperial Fist army in front of me. So you know. You have. You know what? You've 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 done really well with the heresy painting, Jay. Seriously. Yeah. Like like you say, six thousand points is is impressive in a year. Mm, it is. But but not enough to cinch victory. 
But my my uh, my New Year's resolution next year is to paint six thousand points of heresy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's funny you should say that because I think David's going to be asking us the question very shortly. Yes. Before then, let's take another short pause. We'll probably have a bit of a debate off air, and then we'll be back <laughs> with the next segment. So you've heard how well, in air quotation marks, we did on last year's hobby resolutions. It's time to set our stalls out for this coming year. So 2023, it's a year of more hobbying. How are we going to achieve our resolutions? So I'm going to start us off. Um, I think we'll do this in the, in the same order as we um, reveal okay. the resolutions from 2022. So I'm going to start first. Um, my first one, I think, should be, should be quite straightforward paint and on the board so no it's not no i've given up on that that's going in the bin so my first hobby resolution for 2023 is to fully paint base and transfer 3,000 points of horace heresy Ooh. um now this will probably actually i'll be honest when i originally typed this up i typed two times um but i scaled it back because i got scared um but it was going to be two times 3k of heresy the dark angels and the traitor legion oh um i've scaled it back to one although i might in the back of my mind for at least the next four weeks um may have two in mind um but as it stands at the moment one full uh 3k army of horus heresy which will probably be dark angels uh is that's what i'm working on at the moment uh fully painted so quite a straightforward first one my second hobby resolution, and I, I think this has appeared on in some kind of vein every year because it's like my Achilles heel. Um, my and I'm not going to write, I'm not going to read exactly what I've written because there are there is some swearing uh, in it, <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll take some swearing out. Um, I've put in capitals, paint some flipping scenery for Age of Sigmar and 40k. So I'm going to um, tidy this up slightly. What I really want to get done this year hopefully earlier rather than later is i do want to paint all my scenery but primarily for um painted battle reports for Warcry and for up to a thousand points worth of 40k so they're my two main goals for scenery uh, i want to be able to do those two things um so that'll be and then anything more any of the scenery that I've, i paint for example so i can do a full 2000 points of Phage of Sigma uh, on my table. That's great. But initially, I want to get that Warcry um, board up and running uh, and then 40k up to 1000 points and uh, in, in onwards. Um, so that's my second resolution, which I think is fair enough. Yeah, that's good, I, just, I think that's I, good. Just, I just want to get some scenery painted. Um, the top one is the big one. And this is the one that I really want to get passionate about. Matt's already touched upon this uh, because it was one of his hobby resolutions for last year. This coming year, I want to do Armies on Parade. Ooh. And I want to do it for the guard. So I'm going to try and play along with um, the stores sort of each one building and painting what they kind of outline. Um, it does mean maybe I don't paint my guard quite as quickly as I wanted, but I think it, it, it's fine. It'll work. Uh, and then in the end, and hopefully mixed in with that painting some scenery, be able to do like a parade board uh well have all my army there um with an inquisitor overlooking uh and his retinue um that that's the goal that is the big that's the big one 
for uh, for next year. This is why I scaled back on the six thousand points of heresy because this is the big one. You're thinking properly like themed board then, Dave? A properly themed board, yeah, yeah, with some um some 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 proper imperial walls, lots of like standards flying. Um, yeah, that that's that's the goal. That is um, cool. That Warhammer World um, diorama, Dave, with the Death Corps and the Imperial... Is it Imperial Fist? Maybe Blood yeah. Angel, actually. That's a good diorama, isn't it? Something Absolutely. Like that. Yeah, with all the tanks and columns and stuff. That's... No, no, not the small one. Not the big one, the small one. Um, which it's, it's like a, a single trench with like um, a ruined sort of Imperial building behind it. And there's a Blood Angel, just a single Blood Angel with the Death Corps sort of command squad in the sort of battlement and then the artillery and stuff in front of them. I can't remember that one, but yeah, that, oh yes, I do. Yes, I do. I remember now. Yeah. Something like that would be, be incredible. Um, but that's, that's definitely the big one for next year. Are you team your bases to match the board then? I am. Um, that's going to be the most difficult thing I think for what, cause I, I don't, I want to have to think ahead on what my board is going to look like. Um, luckily all the guard I've been painting recently, Although the actual models are fully finished, the um, the bases aren't. Um, so uh, yes, I'm gonna have to make a decision on what that final board's gonna look like, so I can start basing some models properly. Have you thought about doing something similar to my Krieg using polyfiller? Maybe, maybe. Um, barbed wire and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some use something a bit heavy duty, not just relying on the old texture paint or sand. Doing something a bit more creative, you know. Um, uh, you know, looking at my Skaven, you know, I kind of did something that I'd never done before in any of my basing previously. Um, so yeah, uh, potentially, but that's the big one. Um, who do we go over to next? I think it was Andy next, wasn't it? Andy, yeah, yeah, yeah Andy. So, like I said, these ones are going to be slightly harder because last year I set myself somewhere like three. And 25 for myself, whereas this year I'm only setting 20 for myself and three for a show, so I'm making them slightly harder. So the first one, which I think is quite a fun one, is to play and beat all of my co-hosts. Ooh, that's an easy one. <laughs> this, this smells like a, a YouTube uh, series, Andy. It does, yeah. Andy's, I could have like a Rocky Balboa montage. Yeah. Training, yeah. <laughs> Anything but a one. One. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it, it'd just be fun to sort of try and tick that off. And that's like extra bragging rights for next year. That's like <laughs> icing on the cake bragging rights next That's year amazing um because I, I remember we uh, fairly recently i've played dave with my chaos knights versus death garden one and me and you matt we had a game ogres versus slaves to darkness which i won yeah i don't think have we played this year? i don't i don't think we played this year andy no did uh, did we play at a 40k event in february um because you had your smurfs didn't you i can't remember if it was this year or last year but i did take ultramarines i played matt in that one i didn't play you ah uh, because so i played my got... first game was against matt's um beast snaggers yeah yeah that was painful wasn't it yeah so, that was yeah going for next year i'm gonna have to uh warm up on matt and dave and, oh, well, and I, I, I feel an imperial fist versus iron warriors or a heresy yeah, well, that's the, that's the thing, Andy. Have you, got, have you got a specified system for each game? So uh, I've left it open. I've just said I, I, I just have to play and beat you guys at least once. 
Okay. Just, in just because in an officially sanctioned event, <laughs> can't be like a friendly. We're talking like this is the title match. Well, I mean, yeah, we can do it as a video series or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I I've kept it open just because obviously I don't know when we will get to play and what we're playing and what flavour of I'll game say, we I'm, want to play. I'm, I'm painting up three Angrons now. That's what you're going to be fighting, three Angrons. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, because even when I die, I win. <laughs> Do you know when we uh, when you play fighting games, you, the first uh, opponent in it, in like um, that you fight is always dead easy. That's definitely me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Jay, Jay's like M. Bison or something at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you're the you're the rock gym, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so that was my first one um, for next year. But the second one is quite a nice one, something I've been meaning to do a lot this year, but just never got round to it. And that is to paint a force slash squad for each of the specialist games. Ooh. So I've been primarily painting sort of Age of Sigma this year. Um, dabbled with some 40k obviously with like the chaos knights and and painting up with death guard now and stuff um but most of my painting this year has has been age of sigma related and not really any of the specialist games and i think having played like war crying kill team and stuff like that i'd really want to delve into those games really play them and war cry i mean having seen your heart of gur scenery set map fully painted and stuff like that 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 really has inspired me to sort of get a battlefield built and painted for that, get some war mm. bands built and painted because ultimately for those small specialist games, they look better when you've got a full scenery board and models fully painted and stuff. And then um, looking at games like Blood Bowl, I, I've played Blood Bowl like two, maybe three times over the course of my sort of hobby life. Um, I've never actually sat down and read the rules once. So I, I think to get the full effect of Blood Bowl, I need to read the rules. I need to practice. I need to play a game. Um, and yeah, the I think it's the Corn Bloodbound team. I can't remember the exact name, um, but we came up this year. Um, all the armored Corn Chaos Warriors and stuff like that look absolutely amazing. So I. Uh, I really do want to build and paint them. And then you've got like Aeronautica and um, which I'm thinking doing like a thousand points. Um, Cause I think me and Matt, we played a game, didn't we back in, I think it was March, um, mm. like an intro game. And we did a thousand points, didn't we? And that felt right to me. Uh, I think it was more, small. It was like 200 points. I think it's a small, it's, oh, you don't need many models. Yeah. You don't need many models for Aeronautica. Uh, okay. Um, it might. Oh, it must have been a hundred points then, because we played like the equivalent of a thousand points, didn't we? We played like yeah half. Um, and that felt right to me. So I'm I'm thinking that, and then Titanicus, because I, I don't know how much money and time and effort I want to invest into Titanicus. I'm thinking whatever the sort of game size is, let's say two thousand points, I want to paint up at least a thousand points for it. Um, so the, the the starter box comes with a reaver, two warhounds, and two knights. That's a nice small force. Yeah, and and that's nice. Like I say, nice and small doesn't take up too much. But it's even if I only play one game of Titanicus over the course of next year, 
it's some cool models to have in my display cabinet. Mm. So, um, and looking at like the Titanic scenery and stuff like that, I, I think, yeah, it's going to be really cool. And then like we've speculated with Aeronautica and Titanicus, are we going to do an epic at some point in the future? You know, do I want some stuff painted now for it? So, um, so that's my second um, hobby resolution for next year. And then the first one is kind of a personal sense of achievement that I want to do for myself next year. And that is to do, I've, I've said free streams on Twitch or YouTube by myself. Oh, hosted by you. Yeah. Even if it's just like, I don't know, a Q and a show or something along those lines. Um, I mean, unfortunately my laptop I think is, um, a bit worse for wear now it's about five years old so i might have to invest in a a, a new computer next year uh, especially one that can play dark tide um and before i sort of like jump into it but it's something that i've always wanted to try and do um but n- just never done um you know i look at like um mini wargaming and stuff like that they they used to have something called a sit and talk where they would literally just sit in front of a camera and answer questions you know do a Q&A sort of video and I sort of looked at them and I was like that's the sort of stuff that I'd love to have on in the background while I'm painting and hobbying and and doing all that sort of stuff and yeah I I, I kind of want to do more of that sort of stuff for the for Sprues and Brews cool. so I, I've said free because I think free is manageable for me so yeah but we'll, we'll, we'll see what see what happens Excellent. Uh, moving over to Jay. Right, these need to be easy then, don't they? Right, my first New Year's resolution is going to be to paint one Chaos Army feature of the Chaos Gods. Um, definitely not. My first resolution is going to be to paint Blood Angels. Have a Blood Angels army painted next year. Blood Angels Heresy or Blood Angels 40K? Well, maybe both, maybe both. Ooh. But definitely, definitely at least one Blood Angels army for next year. Um, okay. that's, that's number one. Number two is to paint a war cry. This is a twofer, a war cry and a kill team. So a war cry, war band and a kill team. Ooh, I don't know nice. which ones yet. Don't know which ones are going to be, but it'll be a war cry, uh, uh, team and a, and a kill team and maybe a bit of scenery to go with it, but that'll be an extra that that's. So if I get a point for painting both kill team and war cry, I'll get an extra half point if I manage to paint some scenery as well. They're the rules. <laughs> They're the rules. Um, and then my last one isn't a Games Workshop um, uh, resolution. So I'm a, a big sucker for Kickstarters, and I, I get loads of Kickstarters. Coming. I have like Kickstarters coming every month or two. Um, and lots of the Kickstarters that I back have lots of nice models in them. So next year, I want to get some paint on some of my Kickstarter stuff. So I've got a few Kickstarter things coming next year. Uh, and I want to try and as they arrive, start painting them up. Um, so I would say the measure of success for this one is if I get maybe three Kickstarters with paint on. Out of, I've okay. probably got maybe maybe ten or so coming next year, maybe. Ooh, that sounds so good. So these are these are like board games, dungeon crawlers with miniatures. So I'll paint up like the party that that that, that go through the dungeon. Um, I've got some skirmish games coming next year. Um, so I can paint up the models from the skirmish games, things like that. Excellent. That's I, I like that. 
bit of non-GW targets there. That's good. Yeah, very cool. Um, That just leaves one person to set out his resolutions. Matt, what are you picking? So my first one, push myself out of my comfort zone and enter Golden Demon in multiple categories this year. Okay. I have never entered Golden Demon. I, I want to. And I want to enter in multiple categories, just if I can, as many as I can, uh, and just see what happens. What's the worst that can happen, eh? Excellent. Um, so that's a bit of an easy one, but I do have to paint some niches for it, so I'm taking it. Um, so number two. Number two's harder. Number two's harder. Excluding streams create more non-review Spruce and Brews content than ever before. So not we can't count review stuff and we can't count live streams. So we're talking written articles. We're talking discussion pieces. We're talking cinematically filmed battle reports more in 2023 than we have done in any other year. Boom. I'm dropping it down there. The biggie. And number three, kind of in conjunction with this, do the painting live stream every week in 2023 now i have put in brackets here holidays allowed because just logistically when it gets to holidays it gets difficult to do it but every like non-holiday weekend i will be streaming painting hopefully with one of you guys yeah, yeah. well I, i'm really looking forward to uh this, the stream kicking off so uh yeah definitely i mean i would almost go as far to say as as if you do it 52 times over the course of a year, I think that in itself is an amazing achievement. 152 times. 152 times. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the plan. That's the plan. Um, I'm going to try and stick to it. The biggie for me is getting more more non-review content. And we used to do lots, and it's dropped off recently. Obviously, I've had the house move and stuff. But um, we we do want to do the um, the battle reports again. And, yeah. Dave, you alluded to earlier, you wanted to get some scenery stuff painted up so you can do some of those too and i know andy you're keen on doing stuff we've got some ideas for big like narrative battle report story arcs all sorts of fun stuff we want to do this year yeah should be a really really good one um some really good hobby resolutions there guys um you know try not to forget them too quickly uh i know i probably have already <laughs> forgotten them um and um yeah hopefully we'll be able to come back to this next january uh and score heavy uh or mopes around that we've done terribly again we'll have to see <laughs> i got 12 months um to, to try and pull it out of the bag uh now we did open the floor to the community as well to choose their um hobby resolutions and that is exactly how we're going to end this week's podcast so we're going to take our one last pause and we'll be right back with that so here we are what have the community chosen as their goals for 2023 in the hobby i'm going to start with david anderson because he started his comment in the best possible way by going oh boy here we go. So his first one is fully build and paint the contents of Age of Darkness, either as a single legion or two separate legions, torn three ways between the White Scars, the Blood Angels and the Thousand Suns. His second resolution is to finish my 2022 resolutions in brackets. So that's finished painting and building my Stormcast, British Napoleonics from the Waterloo set, Black Sea starter set and tidy up two 40k armies. 
And his third resolution is play more games, starting with the Age of Sigma Throne of Skulls at the end of January, which I believe me and Matt are attending. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely say hello um, with what I have and not start anything new. Uh, He then also finishes off his comment by saying, I had uh, number three last year also and lasted until May when he started Star Wars Legion. As a side note, he managed four out of eight resolutions from last year's count. Keep up the great work, guys. That's that's good. Four out of eight is very good. Uh, You've you've set yourself some some good resolutions there. That second one, finishing up your resolutions from this year as well. That's... um, some goals you've got there hopefully you can smash them uh ian spear his his resolutions are magnetize bases and make sure i have appropriate storage could have been one for me to be fair uh paint 1000 points of good and evil for middle earth and to clear his backlog nearly have everything made just need to start painting that is the goal all hobbyists should have clear that backlog brian dennis is also going to complete his backlog he's almost there his second one is to go to an event. The weekday ones at Warhammer World are a blessing for me. I think they are for quite a few people, actually. I think it's a, a really good call by the events team um, to do that. Mm. And his final resolution is to start a new army, which he hopes will be the Dawnbringer Crusades. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them. Apologies if I butcher your first name. Uh, Lasse Christiansen has paint the remaining Grey Knights I've got lying around. As above, but with the Thousand Sons, and start visiting a local gaming club so I can actually play some games. Friend of the show, James Brewerton, uh, he's chipped in with his resolutions. His first one is to complete a new 40k army, did Imperial Guard and Orcs in 2022, and he's got Knights and Raven Guard waiting in the wings to paint. Attend more events, he's done three so far, he's looking at doing five or six in 2023. And finally, to get his commission painting back under control, been a tough year fight and lack of work time, so I need to change my work practice. Um, yeah, good luck, James. Um, some really good, uh, really good resolutions there. Jack Harkness, buy, paint, and build 2,000 points of guard. Finish the other 1,250-ish points of my homebrew Space Marine chapter. Play more games against different people. Play at Warhammer World for the first time, maybe a tournament. Absolutely, Jack, get yourself over to Warhammer World. And start either an AOS army or a Necromunda gang. Ooh. Matt Jones, uh, complete my Luminef Realm Lords army list to tabletop standard. No grey shame. Compete in an Age of Sigmar tournament slash event and visit Warhammer World, which he said possibly could do all three at once. Well, yeah, absolutely. Go to go to a tournament at Warhammer World with Luminef and you're sorted. Uh, Daniel Higgins, uh, to finish us off on Facebook, complete armies on parade along with others. Paint a 2,000-point army for 40k and Age of Sigma, and finish his Hobbyman Cave. What do we have over on Twitter, Matt? Well, Dem- Jem Deducci says uh, they did all of their 2022 hobby resolutions. That's impressive. Very, uh, very well done, Jem. The key thing Jim wants to do, though, is continue to buy what I'll paint. He's always going to have one project he's painting and no pile of shame. That's impressive. That's uh, the main impressive. issue main issue Jim's got, though, he's currently not feeling it at the moment with hobby fatigue. So 2023 is about getting back in the groove. Everybody, we all have a bit of a, um, you know, you lose your hobby mojo, don't we? And yeah. he's just finding something that really kind of excites you to paint rather than painting because you have to i think it's the secret there yeah. isn't it yeah absolutely. um jimmy lynn says 
buy and paint a fortified mana to complete its drain set. Ooh. I love the fortified mana. I've got one half painted and I dug it out while I was uh, moving. So I want to finish off that because um, not mentioned in my top three, but I want to paint some uh, old world dark elves ready for the old world to come out. Uh, nice. Play in more AOS tournaments and paint the collection of soul blight grave lords that's been neglected for a whole year. Uh, James Turner says paint more models, play more games and not die. That's a good objective. Uh, Anonymous Rex, finally win a game of AOS, get a second army to a thousand points, and get in contact with more people from the local hobby scene. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, Claude Savagely, I think this year I will try Andy's approach. But for this, build my squigger lunch box set before buying more squigs, paint anything from my custodies collection, and paint two units of troops from my heresy blood angels. For context, I've only painted a handful of Aeronautical Imperialis planes in the last few years and really want to have more than just undercoated units, which is my present situation. Aim small and hope I can can do. Yeah. So that's an important thing with these hobby resolutions. We can, between us, crack out a couple of armies a year, can't we? But if you're, you know, your painting speed means that painting a unit over six months it's all about your speed and, and what you want to do. So completely agree. Make sure you set your objectives kind of not too sky high. Cause you'll end up just disappointing yourself if you don't do them. Uh, average paints, paint more models than a buy, finish existing armies before I start new ones and read the countless black library books I have on my Kindle before downloading any new ones. There's a theme to these and it's essentially the decrease of the pile of potential. Cool. Uh, Stuart Kane says, I couldn't decide whether to finish painting Mortarion or finish painting a Chaos Knight. So he made his decision, went to Games Workshop to buy paint and bought a lot of change. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if you have a resolution, you could paint Mortarion, the Chaos Knight and the Lord of Change. Yeah. Um, Wild Rest Wargaming says that's hard as always, but I want to play more games in a chill environment. Uh, if you are in the UK, Wild West Wargaming, I can't remember if you are, uh, Throne of Skulls at Warhammer World, really cool kind of casual kind of tournament. Uh, build and paint a 2,000 point custodies 40k army and get my Astra Militarum army working again. Despite that, they want to get their Skaven, uh, give their Skaven some love and get them battle ready. Uh, coffee drinking corn berserker with the amazing handle of at coffee for corn. Uh, raise the <laughs> eight scarred crusade, a new world eaters army. Build and paint Angron. Write a narrative uh, cru- uh, crusade. Paint the Dark Imperium Space Marines as Black Templars for the Replicant. Corn cares not. And Blood for the Blood God, playing a tournament, always wanted to. That's a lot of hobby achievement with a corn theme. I approve. Uh, and finally, Mark Dewhurst says, continue adding to their Napoleonic British Army to build and paint the contents of Necromunder Hive War and get a Cordor gang built and to get the missus to play a game of Warhammer, probably Necromunder, as she likes the look of Escher. There's some really cool um, hobby resolutions this year. Yeah, I kind of wish I'd read all of them before choosing mine. But yeah, some great choices by the community. Uh, some are aiming high. Some are really aiming very high. high, yeah. Yeah. 
look forward to hearing how you get on over the course of the year because you know share share how you get on um via social media we'll we'll retweet some of your um your stuff some of the stuff that you're painting um yeah let let us know how you're getting on uh, and hopefully we might even be able to revisit some of yours uh, next year when when this obviously comes around again and we're starting talking about 2024 resolutions which seems bonkers right now but there you go um that unfortunately really brings us to the end of the podcast i do have to ask matt what is the next top three though so next week on the show we want to know the top three things you want to see released in 2023 Ooh, that's quite a broad one it is, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Plastic Thunderhawk, maybe. Um, get your choices in. Uh, we will put a tweet and a message on Facebook uh, when we're we're looking for your top threes, but you can get involved at any stage during our social media, and we'll try and read out as many as we can on the next show. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, it's been a really good show, guys. I think, you know, we should be at least proud of our efforts this last year. We, we have done a lot of hobbying. Whether or not we hit, you know, three out of three on our resolutions, um, <laughs> We we've still done an awful lot of hobby. I think we can all be pretty proud. Yeah, yeah. I think we've done. I think we've done really well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's one of those, isn't it? You, you set your expectations to what you want to do, because as soon as you start getting disappointed by not doing them, they were obviously too high. And yeah, but hobby resolutions said they're just a way of having fun in the hobby, aren't they? So yeah. I mean, you you, you don't know what the year's going to bring. I mean, something that I meant to mention earlier on. Uh, whilst I may have only got one out of three resolutions, I've finally been able to tackle transfers, which is something I wanted to do for ages. And I came away in 2022 with two painting nominations. So, um, yeah, you know, you might, it might not be one of my resolutions, but still achieving stuff, which is really cool. Yeah, I think that's good going, Dave. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's been a great show. Uh, thanks, uh, as always, to everybody for, for listening. If you haven't checked out our... Um, christmas special yet it is available on all podcast formats and you can check the video version which is the real version that's the version you want to see uh over on our youtube channel uh and uh, check out spruzeandbrews.com for more as well until next time everybody have a great time hobbying and we'll speak to you all again very soon bye 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 thanks for listening to the spruz and Bruce podcast for more content remember to check out spruzeandbrews.com and if you'd like to get in touch with us Send us a tweet at Spruce and Brews or head over to facebook.com forward slash Spruce and Brews.